everybody doing oh man chilling it's a nice beautiful saturday oh it is it's like 65 here yeah that's nice thank god uh, but we are inside we're all probably recovering from food hangovers right now uh yeah i'm recovering from real hangovers oh. <laughs> uh miller how nice. about you i'm good it's raining outside, so it's dark in here. I don't want to turn on my light. Okay, okay. Um, I, I am, I'm the kid, and I'm joined by Joe Biden's foot masseuse, Hello. Uh, aka the warehouse guy, aka uh, Joshua, son of Odin. <laughs> yep. And I'm also joined by the wet teamster, aka the rat king, the rat shogun, uh, Miller the killer, the man himself. Okay. <laughs> um uh do, does anyone have any fun thanksgiving stories they want to tell start off this episode um we set not me i wasn't involved in it but our uh marshmallow and sweet potato pie casserole thing got caught on fire in the oven <laughs> just oh, like, like like liz warren just like elizabeth warren <laughs> yeah it made it made the people who were involved feel a lot better when I told them Liz Warren did it too. Native Americans, they're all the same. <laughs> Native Americans, they lose <laughs> Miller, how about uh, you? Did, did you have any big occurrences? Uh, not really. We did a uh, we did a polar bear swim in the river um, when I was visiting my family. It was very cold. I don't cold. know what that is. Uh, it's when you. Yeah, cold when water. you jump in freezing cold water. Um, oh. Yeah, it's fun. Swim out huh. to the this little dock out there. You swim there and back. It's like a little family tradition that we have. It was fun. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, yeah, we, we are back from our extended vacation. Uh, we took last week off because uh, Miller was attacked by the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll not be going further into that, but mm-hmm. the streets the streets did not approve of Miller. When you hit the streets, sometimes the streets hit back. So it's the it's the beef dog shit tweet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when when we fight, there will be two punches: uh, me punching you and your body punching the ground. <laughs> Class um, beef dog shit. Yeah, I am. I am super excited for this episode. I don't. I don't know how much I'm showing it, but uh, today uh, we are not public access. We are the writers' room. We are. We are three Hollywood big shots. Isn't, isn't that 
I feel like the writer's room is an Aaron Sorkin sort of project. Yeah, and right now we are walking and talking. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. We, We're going to be on master class, so pay us, <laughs> I don't know, like however much, like a hundred bucks an hour to listen to us talk about writing. That'd be such a funny bit to do like a <laughs> fake master class. Yeah. Because everyone... Uh, there's this thing right now where uh, if you're a college student, you can get masterclass for $1 a month. Whoa. Really? So I, I signed up for a month just to see like what was on there, you know, because it was $1. Mm-hmm. And everybody on it talks the same way. It's incredible. Do they talk like Obama wannabes? They, they talk like they're announcing a moon landing or something. Mm, gotcha. It's hard to explain. And it's all over like this really... Uh, like echoing piano usually yeah i see what you're saying where they're trying to be simultaneously somewhat profound and ethereal but also grounded but they're not yeah when in reality they're just teaching you how to keep eye contact <laughs> yeah but okay yeah, this so is how you're like they're all the same where it's just like writing is when you put words on paper it's like yeah thanks that's very helpful <laughs> it's it's the expression of ideas that you cannot get out otherwise <laughs> writing, writing the art of understanding your heart and inscribing it onto a piece of paper uh, a a historical tradition done by my parents and their parents oh. before them and their parents before them so without further ado let's get started that's that's how they all start but yeah we're getting started too uh today we are gonna write a right-wing talk radio show um oh boy okay yeah yeah we we are putting together our own show we were tasked by oann to put together (laughs) a uh, a 30 minute block every week at on wednesday night so we have to develop characters, develop segments, uh, you know, do all that good shit. Just make a good show. And uh, the base of every good show <laughs> is the characters. You can't yeah. have a good show without good characters. So the first thing that we're going to write are the characters, obviously. Um, guys, how many characters do you think we should have in this show? Uh, three. Three? You think three? three? Since there are three of us. Well, yeah, I mean, there there are three of us, but, you know, there's going to be guest call-ins and everything. Oh, sure, sure. Know? And I, uh, did, I can't think of a three-person right-wing radio show. So are we, like, are we, like, beating the curve on that? You know, there are no three-person right-wing shows. It's all just, like, one guy talking into a mic. It's one guy and, like, a producer. Yeah, it's one guy and a producer, like... Because uh, you have to have somebody to, like that you're like insane thoughts uh, against i guess jamie jamie do you want to fact check that jamie yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah some. so should we have two people and a producer uh that could work mm-hmm. two people and a producer all right are I'm, I'm just gonna okay one okay two and producer uh, are the two people have equal power or is one like the alpha and the other guy is like a little baby? 
I think that the uh, whoever the alpha is should think that they are the leader, while the quote unquote beta is the actual, you know, brains behind the operation. Okay, so a a dumb idiot lead, and yeah. then a guy that kind of knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Well, I think the so the dumb idiot lead, but the person who the second person should be like. Um, I don't know. I like a wannabe Ben Shapiro. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're they're they think that they're the smartest person in the room. Okay. And is the producer is the producer just a normal guy? <laughs> <laughs> the most normal human yeah. alive. Yeah. It's just yeah. a job. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of the he's a straight man. Okay. What he's he's like a college student. He's doing like a radio internship. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. Twenty years old. This is for a class. No, he's twenty-one. This is his senior internship. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) He's literally getting a college credit for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's getting a he's getting twelve credit hours for this class for this internship. Okay. Um, Obviously. Well. So uh, we're assuming all of our characters are white, right? Yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah. of course. Are are there any are there any sub races that we'd like to pick? Oh, oh, oh! I'm Polish. I'm no, I'm Polish and Welsh. Wait, which one are you? Lieutenant Colonel Retired Jeffrey Montblu. Epstein. No, no, no. In on... <laughs> I just put that pronunciation together. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you, hold you, on. You want to say that one again for the audience? Uh, hold on. I'm trying to make it Polish. I'm trying to make it more Polish. Um, oh, brother, you're gonna have to put a lot of work into that. You know what? Uh, it's fine. Re- Lieutenant Colonel Retired Jeffrey Epstein. That's why I'm Welsh. <laughs> so is that the is that the main guy? Uh, I can or be the dumb idiot. You want to sure. be the dumb idiot lead? So he's yeah. a Welshman. He he's a Welshman who is mortified of being Welsh. Yeah, I was about to say he he like he just refers to himself as like yeah I have British ancestry. Yes, Self- I- okay, he's a self-hating Welsh who claims <laughs> to have British ancestry. Yeah, like I'm not actually, but but hold on, hold on, I can think of a Welsh first name. Hold on. He's like really into Winston Churchill. Did we? <laughs> Did we hit up the Welsh but not because generator? of beating the Nazis, just because of his role in the Conservative Party. Because he smokes cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> smokes cigars. Welsh name generator. Oh, here we go. Jeff Reese Epstein. Jeff Reese Epstein. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he threw on Jeff to sound more American or something mm-hmm. when he moved here when he was 12. Listen to these auto- automatically generated Welsh names. Thomas Sanders, Frankie Hopkins, <laughs> Iwin Long, Lincoln Dixon, Taylor Lucas. Uh, these just sound like redneck names. Sonny well, Barton. Sonny <laughs> Barton is good. Levi Bird. So wait, what did you say the guy's name was? I was just having fun with that. Um, Jeff Reese Epstein. Okay. Lieutenant, always, Colonel, yeah. Lieutenant Colonel retired. He's always claiming that he's technically related to the royal family, but he clarifies that it's the German part. 
<laughs> is Reese Epstein hyphenated? No, no, no. It's just uh, three words. Okay. Do you see it on the? I, I'm looking at my word document right now. There we go in the chat. Okay, uh, Miller. What did you say about his personality trait? Oh, uh, he's always claiming that he's like technically related to the royal family, but he always clarifies it to say the German part. Oh, oh, you know what I could do? You know what I could do? Um, uh, my family combined because my dad was, or my grand, no, my dad, I could be 50. My dad was a British soldier in World War II and married my German mom. Oh, it, okay, and he like, uh, he, and so his his dad crossed over to the German side. No, no, no. His dad was also a self-hating a Welshman, um, <laughs> who is mortified of his Welsh heritage. So he's like, he beats that out of him. But see, this is this is a good personality trait. But I don't know how we uh, how we explain that on air. I, oh, I no, can't. No, I'll, just, I'll just draw to the fact that I am Welsh, but I prefer to be okay. British and German. Like, I grew up in, in London. So is this guy weirdly obsessed with race? Yeah, yeah, he's all okay. about race. Okay, like, that's, so I'll like, put that down. All I'll about, about race. I'll talk about how it's, a, it's such a shame that there's so much diversity in the army these days. But for like white races, but for white races. So yeah. one of the, yeah. one of the he's always complaining about the like Italians in his platoon. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's what? too many goddamn Italians. Uh, one of the things we were going to cover was his main issues. You, so you can't yeah. trust these people. So they're I'm loyal to the down. Pope first. I think yeah yeah honestly I think the one of the issues should be white race mixing in the armed services. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like um how he's always like yes people of uh western european stock are always going to be better than eastern european <laughs> yeah he just well he like he complains about the different types of like western european but to him eastern europeans aren't even white yeah no they're slobs <laughs> they're, yeah. slobs. <laughs> they're slobs oh albanians i'm sorry uh disgusting <laughs> okay we need uh he needs two more key issues um so that one i i what about oh how he's an assadist essentially i just really like how he's secularizing the middle <laughs> east <laughs> i just think it's the best way forward for syria <laughs> so is yeah. he like a is he like a knowledgeable assadist or does yeah. he just okay. is he just very very familiar okay. how, about, how about this how about instead of assad like, <laughs> he is a fan of pan-arabism as long as the british are in control of the middle east just like how it used to be <laughs> okay fan <laughs> this guy rules <laughs> fan no, of he... pan-arabism He's... Under, under the British monarchy, how about? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, he wants the British monarchy to maintain control, like regain control of the Arab tribes. But he always so, calls them the tribes. So is he also a monarchist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a hardcore yeah. monarchist. Yeah. But like, I also don't know much about the monarchy because I don't want to know. So it's all going to be bullshit. It's, it's very easy to pretend like you have knowledge about the monarchy. You just come up, come up with silly things. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't they don't they don't make royalty like they used to. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what they used to come with with fifty different diseases. Oh, uh, um, you'd get them. They'd have a cliff a cleft chin. Uh, they die by fifteen. And I and, think I want to talk about how uh, SJW the army is becoming. Okay. That's a we solid one. We're back to mm, we're back to good. American ideals. Yeah, yeah, it's all over, all across the board. SJW <laughs> military integration. I see. I don't want to come up with real conservative talking points. No, um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, this guy is quite a character already. <laughs> yeah. mm. So okay, I need uh, I need two more personality traits for him too. Uh, our, oh, I mean, his personality traits so far is the only one he has is that he claims uh, royalty, but technically the German part. And he's all about race. So he needs a couple more dimensions. Oh, uh, let me see. He is a massive, uh, what's the, he's, he's gotta be the fan of like the most, he's a, an English Premier League fan, but it's for the most racist team. What what is that? I don't know. That's what I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> most racist Premier team. Oh, uh, Manchester United fans top list for racist okay. arrest. So um, there we go. Yeah. Manu, Manu fan. Uh, does he hate American football? Uh, American football? No, he thinks it's uh, he thinks it's he thinks it's declining because of the kneeling. Oh, okay. <laughs> about this, he um he used to be a big football fan, but ever since they started uh, putting in tackling rules, he's become an English Premier League fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Yeah, and obviously the kneeling too. Mm-hmm. Former football fan. Disenfranchised by the feminization of the sport. <laughs> oh, apparently racist abuse in July 2019, Kick It Out reported that reports of racist abuse rose by 43% during the 2018 to 2019 football season. Man, you fans have like the same statistics as police officers when it comes to beating their wives. <laughs> okay, uh, I think we have a pretty fleshed out character here, um, but he still needs one more thing. Every right wing radio host has a weakness. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you got your Rush Limbaugh who's literally dying. You got, Alex uh, Jones calls himself stupid. Alex Jones, yeah, he claims, he, you know, the famous line. Um, the, the line. Yeah, the, the line. line. The line. Uh, Tucker Carlson has the dumb face he does when he's listening. <laughs> uh, 
uh, Ben Shapiro, Jewish. Um, <laughs> okay. So what is this guy's weakness? What is, what is the thing that uh, makes him well, a sympathetic character? I think the self-hating, the, the self-hating racism from his uh, childhood. Like, uh, okay, so a, a potentially abusive past. Yeah, no, like my, my dad beat the shit out of me okay. until I was yeah. 18. Yeah. Abusive past, abusive past that he alludes to frequently. Yeah. Like, you know, back in my day when I was when I was 15 years old, my dad used to beat the hell out of me. Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't recognize that it was abuse either. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's all about uh, personal growth and development. Yeah. yeah. There's like a segment where they're talking about like spanking their kids and he he's just like, oh, my dad never spanked me. He just, you know, he would give me black eyes, <laughs> like, just like incredibly violent shit. Yeah, my, my dad and I used to get in fights all the time. <laughs> my, my dad, my dad, he used to even out my face. If if my eye was black, he'd elbow the other one. Um, okay, so... Miller, would you like to be uh, character number two? Sure. Okay, the wannabe Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I can. Oh, do that's that. perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> you could Easy. do the voice. You could do the voice too. All right. Yeah. What are this guy's key issues? What is what does he care about? Hmm. Wannabe Ben Shapiro. Um, I don't want to. Yeah, like you said, I don't want to do like the actual right wing talking points, but something about college campuses okay like, um he's just really obsessed he's like a culture war guy like he he's obsessed with like liberal like like liberal agents in hollywood and shit yeah and like how um like college students become more liberal yeah <laughs> he's just yeah he doesn't like recognize the like statistics that like when you're more educated you tend to be more left-leaning like he he's like well that you know they just they just teach you book smarts they it's it's all just book smarts it's all oh, uh, oh so he thinks he thinks colleges should teach street smarts yeah yeah, yeah exactly but right wing street smarts yeah like hunting <laughs> yeah. Leaves, leaves, hunting class leaves colleges it's colleges uh should teach the art of manliness in his yeah words. yeah i was about to say yeah uh, they they need to have a course on manliness they need uh, to it's the only way with the feminization in america we have to have a a state uh sponsored court course on masculinity in our universities it has to happen i truly agree with you and uh, i honestly think they need to expand rotc because <laughs> that is what you're talking about they, all students should go through ROTC. Oh, oh this Jeff guy is just constantly bringing it back to like military <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, that's interesting, but also I feel like this second guy, this wannabe Ben Shapiro, uh, he, I feel like he believes in the draft. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But he's right? got both first. He, yeah. uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go straight from college into the military. Like Israel. Yeah. Well, no, in Israel, you go to the military mm -hmm. and then you come back and do college. Well, I mean, like, you know, you have to do at least two years of service. Do you, you want to, do you like want to hear a funny thing that happens in Israel? Uh, yeah. So there's a loophole for getting out of the military where if you just say you're super religious, you don't have to go <laughs> to the army. So you've got a, you got a bunch of guys that 
essentially trick themselves into becoming like black hat uh, study all day Jews because they just don't want to go to the military and will just be like sleeping at the Western Wall every night. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a it's quite a loophole. But okay, so um, here's what we've got for this guy. He is a culture warrior. He believes colleges should teach the art of manliness and he believes in a uh, he believes in a form of the draft. Yeah, maybe like how uh, South Korea does it. Oh no! Every, every single once you reach the age of eighteen in America, every single citizen should have to spend two years in Israel volunteering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Believes in a two-year uh, Israeli service draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. What, okay, we haven't gotten around to his name. What's this guy's name? Jasper Sinclair Kowalski. <laughs> Is that hyphenated? Yeah. Okay. Jasper Sinclair Kowalski. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love how, yeah. Just how many races go into that. <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for. <laughs> does, does Jeff Reese always pronounce it wrong? Uh, no, he just says uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. So he pronounces it wrong at all times. Okay. Um, we he okay. That's a pretty clear um, issues base for him. But he needs more personality traits. I need at least two more personality traits. Mm-hmm. Um. Shit. Um. He's like. He's he's kind of like. Okay. All right. All right. So his, uh, his wife, um, was with one black guy before. So he's like kind of obsessed with interracial, like, uh, dating and stuff like that, but he never says it explicitly. You give like, it's just, it's, it's, it's on his mind, like constantly. You give us like an example of what that would sound like. Um, so I can have an idea of what to write down. Let me think. Um, uh shit i don't know i just want it i want it to be more like just in the back of his mind like he's just like really like he's like sexually inadequate i guess and like it's it fucks with him that his wife was like with a black guy but but this but this guy was like complete you know he yeah yeah, Uh, he has like a business degree like (laughs) but he is a wife guy he is a wife guy yeah he's a wife guy Okay, that's a personality trait. Well, yeah. yeah. So when wife we guy. say when we say wife guy, we mean a guy who's like who pathologically hates his wife subconsciously, right? Yeah. He he both pathologically hates his wife subconsciously, yet she's also a core element of his personality because he doesn't mm-hmm. have any of his own friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and only he only ever hangs out with his wife's friends. Okay. I, have an, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. We can talk about how his wife is actually successful in her life. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so he has an good. inferiority complex. Yeah, That's yeah. It. Yeah, his wife is like, she's got a PhD and she's a practicing. Oh, I have an idea. Good idea. He is a culture warrior, right? We can kind of make him a sort of jordan peterson knockoff where he thinks it can be solved by like psychology and sociology his wife is a real psychologist 
and he's always talking about <laughs> how wrong she is. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So he has an inferiority complex because his wife has a PhD or wife is a doctor of psychology. Yeah. Has like her own practice. Yeah. And she's very successful. And another he's personality always- trait for him is that he believes in pseudopsychology. Yeah, like he's always quoting bullshit pseudopsychology, like the twelve rules of life, and has he, only has only read the twelve rules for life, <laughs> and and like men's health comment sections. Yeah, <laughs> and, oh, and yeah, he obsessively Kowalski, uh, he, he obsessively took... reads men's health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took his wife's name. That's what Kowalski is. All right, um, we only, we have, okay, we have eight more minutes for this block. Um, let's flesh out this uh, college radio intern. Uh, he's gonna have a very, okay, this guy is gonna be very much a, a sit-in for me, if I'm being honest. Um, he's gonna have, but he's gonna have a very normal name. He's gonna be the opposite of me. He's gonna have a normal name. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what, what's a what's a good normal name? Uh, Michael Richards. Richards, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you know it would be funny. Oh God, should I? I don't know if I should say. Okay, his name. Should... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's good. <laughs> his name is. <laughs> he's but he's just like an ordinary white guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I feel yeah, like it's no, no, that's too, too much. Yeah. yeah, no, his name <laughs> is gonna be far. his name is gonna be Mike, uh, Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Mike Jones Jr., old American boy. Okay, mm. his personality traits played football throughout high school, but he yes. never he was never crazy about it, like, he didn't peak in high school, former, former high school football player. And the guys are always calling him sport. <laughs> Hosts never let him forget it. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, what's up, sport? Yeah. Sport. Um, he, uh, Jasper's always trying to talk to him about football, but he, Jasper yeah. clearly doesn't watch football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so is this guy like an actual football fan drawing like a little bit of a contrast with uh, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. He's like, yeah, you know, he's not like crazy about it. He just like played in high school and he appreciates the sport. Yeah, sure. he's fun. Yeah, he has a good Yeah, thing. he's a but cool he's also, guy. But he's also like, he's apprehensive about the uh, long-term health effects on football of football on the athletes but then that's the why he didn't that's why down. he didn't play at college yeah yeah the hosts always shut him down and call him like a pussy yeah. <laughs> okay so i'm going back to edit his first trade uh former high school football player uh stopped due to injury concern he's like yeah i just didn't want to long-term concussion effects to you know affect me down the line it's like okay pussy like he okay, he he stopped due to injury <laughs> he stopped due to injury concern after seeing the movie concussion <laughs> <laughs> that's it he we thought it was just, he thought it was just gonna be a movie about football when he walked <laughs> into the theater 
so he's a he's a moderate football fan, uh, obviously college student. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Okay. And he's and he's a lib. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a lib. Lib, who? Uh, uh, what? What? How does that present itself? You think? Does he like quietly uh, do like Jeff Tiedrick burns? Uh, yes. Yes. Like under his breath. Like yeah. Okay. He's he's not like a crazy like Russia lib. He's just no. like very concerned about like having decorum back in the Oval Office. Oh, yeah. Or like yeah, it's the, a, the it's a young professional above anything else. Mm-hmm. He really is. He's like not a bad guy, but he's got some. Uh, like see, the thing is, he is he objects to the content of the radio show, but he does it because he is he thinks it's harmless but it's not yeah you know he well he's taking the like the typical young professional route where you know it doesn't seem like it at the time but you're stepping on a thousand heads to get to the top exactly okay so his issues this is going to be pretty easy are decency respect you got work today what's that good or bad is the best one yet, and it's like literally what everything's been building up to. Oh, cool! This That's awesome. What the it's fuck? The what? Skywalker. <laughs> hmm? Damn. <laughs> oh man, the show came to a screeching halt. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. Um, he, th- those are the only issues he really has are decency and respect, yeah, uh, in uh, integrity in the White House. Mm-hmm. And he loves brunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's always eating brunch while they're recording. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so before we go to break, I would like to introduce to you guys our characters because I think they're pretty good. Um, the, our lead, uh, the guy who's, this show really belongs to, the guy that got signed by OANN to have a weekly show, uh, Jeff Reese Epstein, real name. He is a- he's a Lieutenant dumb Colonel idiot. retired. Yes, yes, Lieutenant <laughs> Colonel retired. Uh, he's a dumb, he's a dumb idiot and a self-hating Welshman who claims to have British ancestry. Uh, you can uh, differentiate him from everyone else due to his claims of royalty, but technically uh, the German part. Uh, he, he's all about race. He's a former football fan who was disenfranchised by the femini- femi- feminization of the sport. Uh, and he's now an English premier Man U fan. He hates race mixing in the military. He's a okay. fan of- White races. Yeah, <laughs> white race mixing in the military. He's a fan of pan-Arabism, but only under the British monarchy which does make him a monarchist. And he also hates uh, the SJW military integration. Yeah, like, wow. you know, women in combat roles. Yes. Wow. Not what, my watch. What a character. And then I you think, have... Oh, I was just going to say one more thing. I think he should have been forced out because of sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good little tidbit yeah. to add on today. See, that's why we proofread. All right. Um, our our second lead character, who uh, 
he is just sort of a friend of Jeff, uh, who he brought along to help him riff. You know, no one can riff alone, really. Yeah. We got our boy Jasper Sinclair Kowalski. He is a wannabe Ben Shapiro, a wife guy. Uh, he's got an inferior inferiority complex because his wife is a doctor of psychology and he believes in pseudo-psychology. He doesn't really have a degree, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he, I, he think only, maybe, I think maybe he could be real ambiguous about the status of his professional education. Okay, I'll write that yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, he's got a degree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> in what? Uh, he's, oh, yeah, he dropped out of college because it, it when, was when all the when I was in college, I went in my classes that I took, I, you know, there was feminization on the campus. There was, it was, it was constant. And, you know, that's why I, I had to leave that college to go to a different college. Yeah. Next college I went to school of hard knocks. <laughs> uh, I understand that is what the military is like. Good, 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 good. <laughs> All right. So he, uh, he also, he has only read the 12 rules for life and obsessively reads men's health. Uh, he, his main issues are uh, culture war. Uh, he believes colleges should teach the art of manliness. And his unique take is that he believes in a mandatory two-year Israeli service draft after <laughs> high school, after high school. In Israel? In yes. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> All you, you are there country. you are there representing israel's greatest ally the united states <laughs> all american citizens should serve in the israeli army <laughs> <laughs> it's he's a very dynamic character <laughs> okay that is and, good. and you got to imagine he's like 411 yeah yeah he's, he's a short boy yeah like Im- seemingly impossibly short. <laughs> he's always just a little bit shorter than the person he's standing next to. Yeah. Oh, oh you know, you know, it'd be funny if he also hated Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, easy. He, he's not funny. Okay. I when I was studying comedy at college, he like changes <laughs> like <laughs> what he studied like every time. Yeah. And last but not least. We have our uh, our young Jamie character, our producer, uh, Mike Jones Jr. He's a 21-year-old intern getting college credit, uh, a former high school player who stopped due to injury concern after stumbling into the movie theater and seeing concussion. The hosts never let him forget about it. They're always calling him a bitch. Um, he's, a, he's a moderate football fan. Uh, he's a lib, young professional. He cares about decency, respect, integrity in the white house and is always eating brunch while recording these are some well-rounded characters if you ask me do you do you guys do you guys have anything that you wish to add before we move on to the next segment um as far as my character goes i think maybe getting forced out for sexual harassment claims is a pretty solid characterization or character building aspect. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna put that in. Oh, I. How about for? Uh, we are both pushing Jamie to join the military. Or sorry, what was the character's name again? 
Mike. Uh, Mike. 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 We're always pushing Sport Mike to Jones. join the military, but for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I think Mike isn't like manly enough. And then I just think it'll Mike, do Mike. The way Mike is like six eight. Yeah, Mike is like <laughs> he was. He was he's offered. Ripped. Yeah, he was offered college scholarship. Like he could have gone all the way to almost any school in the country, mm-hmm. but he didn't yeah, he want to. Like he 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 run his like average rushing yards in high school. He would rush for like four hundred yards a game. Yeah, you see him. <laughs> like have you have you seen the video of Andy Reid as a twelve year old? No, but. Uh, well, you should look that up at some point because he was like six feet tall, playing with, <laughs> playing with children. Um, it's very funny, but yeah, like he—he's an absolute machine. But Jasper just rips him apart. For sexual assault, harassment allegations. Okay, allegations, not actual. Okay. Well, it, and uh, we forgot uh, what is what are um, what are Jasper's weaknesses? We forgot what are his weaknesses. Well, the wife guy thing—he's constantly. Uh, well, that's more of a character trait. I'm talking about the thing that like makes him a genuinely tragic figure. Oh, um, maybe. No, we could say that. Okay, so he could be like Pete and Kamala where his parents are like genuine Marxist thinkers, but he was led astray by, um, I don't know, 4chan and something awful. Oh, so he was a, he was a red diaper baby that yeah. like, that took a wrong turn. Yeah, like he, he was like fine when he was a teenager and somehow he did like a semester of college and he got roped in by, you know, Stormfront <laughs> or something. Yeah. He took a wrong turn in college after not getting any pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a huge incel. He was a huge incel. And then he started doing pickup artist shit. And he dropped out. And he started... Jasper? Who is this? Oh, Jasper. Jasper. I mean, like, this is your character, Miller. So, like, how does that sound? You got to care about this. I'm just spitballing. You have the final say here. Well, I I walked away for a second, so I missed the first part. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, But... How does that sound? Like I don't know character? that he's like an incel. He's just like he, he just can. Um, he would. He was like a proto incel. He's a vol cell. He's a vol cell. He could very yeah. easily get pussy if he applied himself. Mm-hmm. Like he's like like the, okay. His tragic thing maybe is that he's a perfectly fine person like his like his looks and how he carries himself and stuff he just has this warped idea of the world and how he exists in the world and he thinks that everything's out to get him it's you know stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah i could i could imagine that this is why he's a culture warrior i can imagine that description is gonna maybe resonate a little too much with some people watching this uh, who cares <laughs> who fucking cares perfectly normal person with extremely low self-esteem. Yeah, like deep-seated insecurities. And like maybe he had act- a little bit of acne when he was 16 and that set him off down a dark path. Okay. Yeah, something like that. I'm gonna write radicalized by acne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. And um, 
you know, some, something like that. Like somebody turned him down. Like some, like he probably when he was 16, he had a little bit of acne. So he asked, and when he asked out a girl who was also 16 and, you know, 16 year olds are stupid and mean, she like turned him down real viciously. And then he took that the wrong way. And he just really went down a dark path. Mm-hmm. You are, you are bringing back some memories, my guy. <laughs> you are really hurting my feelings right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, okay. <laughs> let's let's move on from that. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember what it was like being a teenager. It's okay, man. I am so far removed from that at this point. Um, let's see. Let's see. Where are we? Yes, uh, we. And every good radio, uh, right-wing radio show, is really built not only by the characters, by the studio that it's done in. All good right-wing radio shows have a have a hilarious setup. Um, you know, I don't know if you've ever watched Rush Limbaugh. He's got the golden microphone. Um, I like a bunch of bobbleheads and shit all around him. Mm-hmm. You've got the um, what's it called? You've got the Ben Shapiro studio. It makes him look like he's in a log cabin or something. Uh, hey, you know what I mean? You can look yeah. up any right-wing show. It's yeah. they, They've all got the studio. They've all yeah. got the definitive studio. So yeah. let's let's build a, let's build not a mind palace, but a mind but studio here. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so I think we should divide it into like, kind of halves like like my half quote unquote has a more of my stuff and then um jasper's half has more of his stuff but overall when it blends together it's just this insane psychotic mess of uh white male rage so is it um is it like a like twins rooms when they're like really young or like mm-hmm. one half is painted one color and one half yeah. is painted the other color. I think okay. I think it really but split right down the middle. It's literally split down the middle. Yeah, I think it that would really go to show how like twisted and like how <laughs> juvenile we are. Yeah. yeah. Are there like bunk beds in the background? No. <laughs> well, maybe a military style bunk. Oh yeah. No, so, <laughs> you that's have, a like, good a idea. Set up. It's yeah. a good idea. Uh, Sometimes entire... I sleep in the studio. Yeah. I'm always working. Yeah, so is um, is Jeff's side sort of set up like a military bunker? Uh, well, uh, yes, but like in a, in a mid-level officer way where, so like he was a careerist officer. I don't know or care what he was doing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he was like infantry or anything. All he was doing was that he was really invested in his career um, to the point where he had zero friends. Like he was married once when he was 25 for three years and then she left him. Um, uh, so like his uh, like collection of, you know, his personal effects reflect that. Like it's all just pictures of him getting promoted and stuff. You know, like, ah, uh, that's when I was promoted to captain. I was uh, 27 years old. You know what I so, mean? So, I mean, like, I'm getting, like, an Idi Amin vibe with, like, like a lot of grandeur to the self everywhere. Like, just a bunch of medals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of medals. Yeah. A lot of pictures yeah. of him getting promoted. He's got like, his, like, yeah. 
battle maps and stuff like that in the back. Yeah, he's got a saber. He's got a saber mm-hmm. uh, like, like hanging yeah. on a wreck. But like battles in the background. But, but he's like not, he wasn't in the cavalry. But the thing is, oh, another thing. Fake trophies. Was, yeah, I think it would be really funny if he he's like such this gung-ho, like he's a war hawk or chicken hawk, I mean. Mm-hmm. And but he never once saw combat, not once. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that that goes back to the character. Right now we have to, yeah. we need a, we spent a lot of time on those guys. Yeah, and sorry, we, sorry. We still haven't even written the show yet. It's just so fun to create these these terrible humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, um, and you can expect to see these guys not only in this show but potentially in a in a D and D game in the future. Oh. We can make them characters or play them, like play characters as them. Like Yeah. Exactly. Uh no, play as them. Okay. Yeah. In uh in the war on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I said, we've got we've got a lot of really exciting stuff. We've got a lot of really exciting stuff coming up in the future right now. Like we are having a we are reaching uh, peak public access. But anyway, so yeah, that is a good description of Jeff's side. It's just it's a it's a fake trophy room essentially. He uh, he jerks off the pictures of himself, mm-hmm. uh, miscellaneous medals for like cleaning a bunker <laughs> fast. Yeah, like the I don't know, like um, hold on, I'm trying to. Uh, I think. Hold on. He can proudly display. What are they? Uh, what are they? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he proudly displays his marksman qualification badge, which is like. You can shoot a gun. That's it. <laughs> like just the most basic. Like you could go to a gun range and get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. But like now he, we need we need Jasper's side. We need Jasper's side. Jasper, because he views himself as like a public intellectual, he just has like he has like a bookshelf that is just like decked with like volumes and stuff like that. But they're all just like encyclopedias because he's never like read anything. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they're all just encyclopedias, and he has like a little, um, he has like a little liquor station, but he like he like wants to get into like scotch and stuff like that, but he hates the taste of it. He like can't drink it. Little liquor station, Mm. obviously filled with empty bottles. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whiskey and cigars and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's always. He's got pictures of him eating like giant steaks at restaurants with Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he met Jordan Peterson like once and it was the best day of his life. Yeah. Oh, uh, that speaks volumes about him. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. He's this always is... talking about it. It's like, when I met Jordan Peterson, my close personal <laughs> friend, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> but he's always, when I met him the first and only time he's a close personal friend of mine mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah he he frequently refers to him as close personal friend jordan peterson mm-hmm. yeah okay i have a i have a very good picture in my head of what the what the studio looks like at this point 
it's very funny looking if you ask me <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah and we should the, get somebody to draw up a background art of what it uh, looks like could yeah. hire somebody i mean maybe i that's like I don't know any artists that would just be like, sure, I'll just, I'll just do that with my time. Well, yeah. I, that's why I said hire. Okay, yeah. No, that'd be a, it'd be a funny bit, especially if this takes off, if this episode like picks up steam, that could be good. Um, but yeah, the last thing I need to know is where are they located? Um, like what state or city yeah. or something? Yeah, what city? <sighs> I was thinking Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good, but I, I just feel like it's too far removed for the act from the action for them. You know? Yeah, that's true. They need to Are, make it to conventions like, and Kansas, events. Kansas City or something. Kansas that's City. That's yeah, good. Hold on. Um, what if they were in like? Oh God. Because they hate the the coastal elites, so they had to like pick something like right in the middle so they were like i don't know kansas city yeah I they thought that. kansas city was actually in kansas no what if they were like chicago eh, sure no just a place heavily populated by people that have the opposite opinion of them yeah, yeah. uh what about like um berkeley, berkeley. <laughs> how about chinatown <laughs> chinatown? chinatown new york yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's like is the rent cheap? The rent cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. But that's where the studio is. Like we live in um I don't know somewhere Upper else. East Side. Uh I live in where do I live? Where does my character live? Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen's a good one. What about what if okay, what if Jasper? lives in williamsburg <laughs> yeah no shade no shade what i mean well, i like, mean you you know who lives in williamsburg yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah. he hates it like he despises it and then my character can kind of live in like a real shitty apartment in like i don't know queens mm-hmm. okay like my character's broke yeah oh yeah well not anymore he just got uh, he just got a show, it's but a okay. Fat contract. Yeah. So we now have the groundwork. We all have a good idea of who our characters are, where they're from, what they do, what they think. We know what their studios like. We know what their lives are like. That being said, it is time to write our show. Um, and yes, we will be recording like a few segments of it to put at the end of this show. Yeah, for sure. Um. So, I was thinking we break this up into three different, either three different segments, or we do a, like an SNL news thing, where they just talk about a piece of news for like two minutes, and that's it, and just move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, so we can just, just, you know. Just fast riffs. Yeah, fast riffs on existing Mm -hmm. uh, events. Okay. So, well, to start it out, obviously, is just going to be welcome to the show, you know? Yeah, of course. Part one, introduction. Uh, how, that, how long should that take? Should there be, oh. should they have monologues? Like, short ones. 
Okay. Yeah. 20 or 30 seconds. Introduction. Uh, short monologues. Followed by brief discussion. For producer gets them focused. Does every segment end with fighting and like just got to get called back into order? Yeah, they well maybe not every segment, but it happens yeah, yeah. enough. They're they're fighting a lot. Yeah. like yeah, they try they try to do their like opening monologues, but it just makes them angry and angrier the more <laughs> they talk about it. I think yeah. also something that would and be they don't dislike each other. That's just how they are. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I think something that could be funny if we pull it off right is where when we argue, we're essentially agreeing with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just coming from different perspectives or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good introduction. Uh, after that, should we just go right into the takes or is there like, do they do another segment? <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um do they do they read letters? Does does the producer read them emails? Okay, I think we could do a segment or two, and then the letter or like emails, and then back to a segment. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna have uh, segment two uh, is gonna be first takes, and we're gonna do three takes: one election, obviously. Of course. Two and cabinet picks. Three religious implications. Of the election? Yeah. <laughs> Catholics stay winning. Catholics does, stay winning. Does, it, does that work for you guys or was there something else? Uh, that, that works. That works yeah, for me. That's fine. Okay. And then I will... Um, and then I'll riff out a fake email or two. Uh, oh, email can riff out a fake email. Yeah. Email segment, uh, read two email questions. And then back to the takes. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, do you guys want to pick these last few takes? Um, I mean... Let me see. I think we could talk about we could talk about like our character, what really drives our characters and what motivates us. So we could talk about the I don't know the feminization of the Western man or some shit like that. Okay. And okay. like, okay, how about this? What we disagree on, Jasper. What Jeff and Jasper disagree on is that he thinks that Western men need to be rugged individualists. And I think that Western men need to be disciplined and ordered through the military. Okay, yeah. so yeah, number yeah. four is just a brief discussion of what way should men go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which way a Western man? Exactly. Oh yeah, I'll just write that. Like like you are a lib or like a libertarian, right? And I'm author authoritarian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Harry Campbell. Shout out. I don't fucking get that still. I don't get it. Let it what, go. Let what it, Josh, vibes do I Josh, get? Josh, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just accept your fate. I'm not no, even no, on there. 
I'm not even on there. <laughs> Fuck. It's okay. It's just it's it's honestly like funny. Yeah. I still don't get it. I mean, bruh is more authoritarian than me. So. Well, that's true though. <laughs> bruh would put people in camps. Bruh absolutely would. He's he's like five years old. He's absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, segment or the fifth take. Uh, Miller, do you wanna do you wanna think of a, the fifth segment? Um, I talk about my recently published article in the National Review, and it's it's titled something called um, like um, shit. Who's somebody in Joe Biden's like cabinet that they're about to pick? Blinken. Blinken, the uh, neoconservative case for Blinken. The neoconservative. Uh, wait, how about John Kerry? Is he the neoconservative case for John Kerry? Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, dude! Wait, you didn't know that John Kerry is uh, asked with running the? He's the climate czar. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God, special. Pre- <sighs> I was offline for these last few days, so I haven't really been paying attention. Mm-hmm. Or the the neoconservative case for Rahm Emanuel, but I'm only oh. talking about covering up the murder of that. Wait, case. that's that's so much better. Yeah, so <laughs> that's like better. that's like the only thing that I, I was just like, well, I think it was cool that he covered up the murder. Yeah. Okay. So we so now we have five takes. If each of those last two minutes. That's 10 minutes. If each email lasts two minutes, we now have about 14 minutes of a show. Uh, if we close it out with a one minute closing segment uh, and we record 15 minutes, I think we've got one hell of a show. Yeah. Okay. I just like that his middle name is Israel. <laughs> 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 that's when, when you drop that live i'm gonna have a very hard time holding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we are live hello loyal viewers and listeners this is the facts corner where jasper and i are going to tackle some of the most pressing issues involving conservative media today uh Jasper, would you like to say anything? Uh, good evening. Welcome to the show. Uh, I just want to put it out there that uh, uh, we are recording live from Chinatown, New York. Uh, Rent's real cheap. Rent is real cheap. It's very cheap. It's the cheapest rent. And, uh, you know, that uh, luckily the Democratic Party of New York has not got their fascist hands on it yet. And yes. therefore, the taxes are very low here. And so that is why we are recording here. Yes, it is quite nice. One could say that we do not pay any taxes at all. Um, because, as we all know, taxes are theft. I, I'd, um, like to, I'd like to briefly mention that the show does pay taxes. Uh, yes, that is our lovely uh, student intern producer, Mike Sports-Jones. How are you today, Mike? I'm fine. Thanks for having me. 
I'm glad to see that you're still around sports. This is uh, for all the listeners at home. Please stop calling me that. All right, sports. This is his fifth week on the show, and he's been doing admirably. Viewership has increased tremendously uh, by about 5% of the last few weeks. So that's, thank you, sports. Well, uh, my personal theory is that it's because we switched to video, but actually since we switched to video, uh, sports has uh, joined us and uh, that may be the cause of it, but I, I like to think it was my handsome face that brought in the new viewership. Uh, I think <laughs> you can say that it is mostly you, yes, Jasper, but you know. Anyway, let's get into the topic of discussion uh, today. All right. Um... The first thing I have lined up for you guys is the election. Oh, don't get me started on that. Do not get me started on that travesty, that the, the raping of the political process, the absolute bullshit cuckery. Oh, you, you know something about that. <laughs> about what? About the raping. Okay, alleged, <laughs> alleged. I had a distinguished career, alleged. Let's not bring that up again. I really would appreciate it if you didn't ever bring that up again now. All right. All right. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> any particular things you want to discuss about the election, Jasper? Well, uh, as everyone knew, back in 2016, I was a never Trump conservative. Uh, and that was my position. I recently switched over to supporting Trump because, uh, as I think we all know, Joe Biden is uh, Antifa and supports the, uh, and you would know uh, all about this, Jeff, he supports the IRA. So I have recently switched over to uh, supporting Trump. Uh, it is unfortunate that he lost, um, but it, it is what it is. And uh, we will keep the Senate, luckily. Uh, the Republican Party will keep the Senate, and that is the ideal situation for me because there will be a, a political gridlock. And uh, well, you know how much I don't like the government, Jeff. Yeah, you know, can I just say, can I butt in for a second? You mentioning Joe Biden as part of the IRA as a as a full fledged British monarchist and loyalist. The fact that Joe Biden is supposedly the president of the United States of America wants to overthrow the British monarchy like that and nobody's fucking talking about it in the news. Nobody, only it's, our true patriots know about how Joe Biden is a Catholic, just disgusting Irishman and he fuck uh, them Celts, them Celts over there. I hate him, I hate him so much. It, it really you is what? disgusting, Jeff. It's really quite disgusting. The media is not discussing his links to the IRA. They're not discussing how his grandfather is uh, Michael Collins, who was a, uh, a <laughs> who was one of the leaders of the IRA and a known communist. Yeah, uh, I I like to put out to the viewers at home that it was Jasper who awoke me. He brought this up to me the first time just a few weeks ago. And he's been showing me all this interesting literature. All right, guys, uh, we have to move on now. We've got our, oh. we've got our next, we've got our next take. Uh, unless you wanted to keep going. I was just going to say one real quick thing. 
Joe Biden is the IRA, and I'd like to thank Jasper for illuminating that for me just a few short weeks ago. But it's really opened my eyes to the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I have been giving uh, Jeff uh, many tomes of literature. Um, there's uh, one recently I've been reading called uh, The Turner Diaries, and I, I highly <laughs> recommend it to Jeff. <laughs> You know what? I've never read that, but I think I will. Very good. Uh, did uh, Did you guys see the cabinet picks? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. You, you um, want to talk a little bit about those? Well, as you know, I recently had a article written on uh, in the National Review online, and. Uh, well, you know, I, I laid out the uh, neoconservative case for Rahm Emanuel. Um, there are plenty of criticisms you can have about Rahm Emanuel. Number one, he was uh, he was born in Chicago. Um, strike one right there, J- Jasper. One, absolutely, Jasper. I, I know you. Uh, I know you are really excited to talk about this, and I know it's your show. But you wanted me to remind you that you wanted to end the show with talking about your article. Well, I can talk about it right now. You can talk about it right now? I can talk about it right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, you know, since we are discussing the cabinet picks, it seems like a natural transition to my article uh, on National Review Online. And Very good uh, article. Yes, I, I like to think <laughs> so. Um, uh, as you know, there are many criticisms of Rahm Emanuel that I have personally. He is a Democrat and I am a Republican. I belong to the Republican Party uh, uh, of of Bush Sr. And I, you know, and uh, there's plenty of criticisms. He was a mayor of Chicago. It was absolutely disastrous for the city. It's a Uh, war zone. Have mm -hmm. you been, for all the listeners They they call it Chirac for a reason. They call it that for a reason. Deaths and murders every day, every day. It's Absolutely. disgusting. Absolutely. But uh, one good thing about Rahm Emanuel is that he, in fact, uh, uh, covered up the murder of a young black boy. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, well, you know what? I, you know, what do you know about that kid? I don't know anything about that kid. He could have been uh, uh, some sort of uh, uh, hooligan. And I just think that the police did the right thing in that situation. And, and Rahm Emanuel's actions uh, uh, of, you know, uh, uh, not bringing this to light is certainly uh, in my platform as a neoconservative. And that is the case for, for Rahm Emanuel in Joe Biden's cabinet. But unfortunately, we have radical leftists such as AOC who, who are arguing against having uh, Rahm Emanuel in the uh, Joe Biden administration, and this is just truly unfortunate. Uh, and you know, uh, the once again, the radical Antifa serpent of chaos AOC is dragging the Democratic Party left. So what we have to do on the right, the right side of history, the right side of politics, the right is side to, of culture, yes, is <laughs> the right side of culture is to push Joe Biden right. And that, that is the best we can do under these circumstances. What, say, what we need to, 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 I think one of the strong pillars 
of a conservative right-wing country is a strong military. And that is what we need. That uh, young youth who Rahm Emanuel uh, covered up the murder, the, the killing of, fine work by the police officers. <laughs> if he had joined ROTC in high school, none of this would have happened, not one bit. And we need discipline and order in our life. We really do. That's why I think the military is the, the route that all young men should take, not women. You know my thoughts on that. Look, all I'm, all I'm trying to say is that the military, you know, when I was a, a wee lad, my dad used to beat the hell out of me. And he was like, son, you get your shit straightened out by the military. And I was like, all right, dad. And then he hit me some more because I didn't say, sir. But I don't really know where I'm going with this. I'm just saying that the it, military, it made you stronger. It, the military made me the man I am today. And as you know, as you know, uh, I am not personally in favor of uh, some sort of uh, 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 draft for the U.S. military per se. Rather, I am in full support of having of bringing order to uh, to young men's lives. Uh, through a two-year stint in Israel that every single uh, young American male should do as representative of Israel's greatest ally, the United States. And furthermore, uh, one other small tidbit about Rahm Emanuel that uh, has, has me lending my support to him is that his middle name is in fact Israel, and that's great. Well, you know, you bring up real good points about uh, Israel and Israel and the military. And I just got to say, you know, the United States lending its support militarily to Israel is probably one of the most important platforms we, got, we have to work with today. So that's really a, speaking about Israel, that's a, that's a pretty smooth transition into your next topic, which is the religious implications of the Joe Biden presidency. We touched on it a little earlier. He's an Irish Catholic. He supports the IRA. He's in the IRA, but we all know this. We all know Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Uh, it is correct. an incontrovertible fact that Joe Biden is in the Irish Republican Army. He has time and time again supported Sinn Féin. <laughs> 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 he has nothing he has nothing but positive things to say about uh, a terrorist political party Sinn Féin you know when I was a, a youngin and the troubles was in Ireland I was in America watching but when the troubles was happening um you know my dad he said that it's people like Joe Biden in the 1970s he was saying it's people like Joe Biden that are ruining <laughs> this world and this culture and this country today. And he pointed out one of the nail bombs that uh, someone that the IRA planted, he was like, that's got Joe Biden written all over it. And I said, who's Joe Biden? He's like, you don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. So, yeah. Well, he was wrong about that because we're worrying about it now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then I said something cheeky to him and he beat the hell out of me, but it's, it made me strong. It made me strong. Yeah. Um, would you like me to start reading the, all the emails that your kind listeners have sent in? 
That's uh, yeah, it sounds good to me. All right, uh, this one is from Strom Michaels. We've 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 read some of his emails in the past, I believe, right? I love getting his emails. All right, he says, "Hey guys, uh, long time listener here. I'm sure you know my name, Strom Michaels, uh, former police officer, Chicago PD." Uh, Thank you for I, your service, sir. <laughs> I was wondering what you thought. What happened to us, the cherished police class, once Joe Biden, and then it says in parentheses, terrorist, parentheses, Antifa, takes over? Will we be put in concentration camps? Will we be defunded? I'm scared, and my large children are worried for my future. Well, all I got to say about that is if your large children are scared and they want to protect you, what they can do is join a military, all right? They will swear an oath to protect and defend the constituent of the United States of America, this great land. But anyway, that's what I've got to say about that. Uh, very well. Just Good evening to you, Strong Michael. Uh, I would simply say that you you should be worried, rather not so much about the concentration camps, as uh, I do find that a little bit offensive as someone who is friends with other Jewish people, uh, that you would use those terms. Um, and I, I, as, a, as a friend of Israel, I do find that quite offensive. But uh, Joe Biden has gone on record saying he will uh, defund and eventually abolish the police, all part of his uh, Marxist plot uh, Marxist Islamist plot to take over the United States. Um, so you know you I may mean, be out of the, may be out of a job very soon. But uh, I bid you good day, sir. Uh, all I got to say, if you're scared that Joe Biden is going to take over the country, you got to defend yourself. You got to join the military, and you got to rot. You know. Exactly. I completely agree, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, your next your next email is from a female listener. Uh, her 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 name is uh, Kelly Keith. She says her nickname is Crazy with a K. <laughs> um, <laughs> she says, she says, hey guys, but more specifically, hey Jeff, I'm a longtime fan. I've listened to every single show you've done six times. I simply can't get enough of your takes. Thank you. Uh, Did she ask about me? I do not believe so. I'm sorry. Uh, she's, okay. She seems, you know, she she seems like a a crazy fan, you know. You crazy know, you Kelly. Gotta, you got to crazy Kelly. When yeah. Celebrity. Uh, I'll I'll check uh, next episode. Maybe could, we'll have could, some fan mail for just... you. Could, could you just word search my name in the <laughs> Could you just see uh, if she mentions me even once? Uh, yes, at the end, she says, uh, P.S. Jasper. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Kelly. But, okay, all right. What all right. is the email? So, okay, I'll return. She says, I've been thinking lately 
uh, after Joe Biden was elected, and then it says in parentheses, fake fraud scam. Of course, we all know that. Uh, I've wanted to do more for my country. However, as a loyal listener of Jeff, I know that it is not my place to take military service. What can I do to defend myself, my family, and my country? Well, what you got to do is you got to find, you know, you're right. I really appreciate how you have internalized the fact of life that women cannot serve confidently in the military. It's just not, it's not where women should be. Now, what you should do is three things, all right? Three facts and rules of life. You should, one, buy guns and know how to use them. My home country does not allow women to buy guns and use them, which is why rapes are up 300% in my home country of Britain. Now, I like how it's the home country of Britain. Aren't are you royalty over there? Uh, no, no. You see, that's actually interesting. My, my mom, German, that's where the name comes from. My mom is German. And she was like, you know, great grand nephew, uh, great grand niece or something of like the Kaiser's cousin. So I'm not related to German royalty. But anyway, 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 anyway. One by gun or two, three, whatever. Find yourself a nice young man who was in the military, right? So you can be around it. You could support the military by cooking and cleaning for him. Um, and then the third thing, the third thing of what you can do is really get out there and convince other people to join our side. Join the, the side of the people who want to support real culture. None of this, you know, I don't want it. I mean, i got to be honest. I really hate the, the mixings of cultures, you know, in society. I don't want to see Pollock's mixing with Italians, you know what I mean? Not anymore, all right? We need to go back to the old days where the Germans and the Italians and the Brits and the, the Welsh, <laughs> the Welsh, um, they, you know, they all were separate, you know? So yeah, gotta say, get out there and rock the streets. Yeah, I also, you to be a rugged individual, uh, you do have to buy a gun. Uh, you have, you to. have to you learn self-defense to protect yourself and your home. Uh, for instance, my wife has bought me multiple guns and I go out to the range when she is at work and I use them often uh, just to practice. <laughs> okay. Um... You know, I got to say, I got to say, I got a story about the time I was in the military. I got a story. Now, when, it was on, when I was in Iraq, I was a long, young captain in Iraq. And, uh, you know, they say you needed to protect, you, you needed to protect yourself, right? At all times, you're in a war zone. My men, one of my men got in trouble for shooting what he thought was an enemy combatant. And, you know, I tried to defend him to the best of I could, but I was usurped by the SJW sort of rule police nonsense the, the, the liberal pansyization of the military. The thought police, yes. The thought police in the military that have been infiltrating ever since they allowed women in the military, it's gotten soft. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, my boy, uh, my young private in my company, it was found that he had he had shot and killed a mum with a young child. But, you know, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about how the fact is, is that, you know, culture is declining, you know? You, do you, before we go to our next segment, do you want to do your, uh, your ad? My ad? Yeah, the, the advertisement for your show. Yeah, for sure. So I would really, today, I would like to talk about the gym keg. Now, the gym keg is a three liter bottle that you can fill with whatever you want. Uh, it should be water or black coffee. That's it. Uh, soda, as we all know, is filled with um, chemicals that make you gay, which we don't want. So, yeah, you just buy drink three liters of water every hour. That's all I got to say. All right, that's the advertisement. That's the advertisement. Uh, it was a it was a suggestion. <laughs> okay, uh, our our next uh, your next segment. Uh, you didn't give me any information about it. You just called it "Which Way Western Man." Mm-hmm. That's right. So, uh, loyal listeners and viewers at home, you and my kind, you 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 know, Jasper and I would argue about which way the Western man should go. Now, Jasper, why don't you say your side? Why don't you say your side real quick? Because we all know my side. Well, as you know, uh, Jeff, I am a big believer in the idea of uh, a rugged individualism uh, as influenced uh, by my reading of 12 Rules for Life by my good friend, Jordan B. Peterson. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I simply believe that you have to uh, clean up your room. Uh, uh, you have to buy a gun. You, you have to, uh, uh, you got to do at least 10 push-ups a day, at least 10 push-ups a day. And, uh, you know, occasionally, uh, you, you know, when, when you have, when you save up your money from your, or your job at Whataburger or whatever, what have you, when you save up all your money and you buy land, and uh, you live, you forage out in the woods. And that's, you know, that's sort of the ideal that our founding fathers who wrote the constitution and the declaration of independence had for us was to live off the land, be self-sufficient and, uh, you know, pick up your room and pet cats on the street whenever you see them. That it's actually in the book. <laughs> is it really? Is it yeah. <laughs> it is in fact in the book. I've read it several times. Yeah, it's in the book. That's just so fucking weird. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so will I respect your vision, Jasper? I got to say that individualism, well, it's a nice concept. It doesn't work out in practice, you know? Give me an uh, example. Uh, right. Back up your argument with facts and logic. Oh, right, I'll back it up with facts and logic then. So when you join, the military you learn a great deal about yourself about how the self functions within the greater whole you learn that on a large scale we're all cogs in this great machine that we call life and you need to fit in exactly where you are that's what the military teaches you 
Well, you, as you know, uh, uh, I, I know plenty about the self. I've read, like I said, I've read Jordan Peterson. I know about the self. My wife is in fact a licensed psychologist uh, with her own practice. And she, you know, she tells me she has certain disagreements with uh, my uh, good and close friend, Jordan B. Peterson. Um, uh, especially she had a really big disagreement with him after uh, he, uh, you know, invited me out for a nice steak dinner. Um, and she, you know, she, she had certain issues with uh, me going out in public by myself. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, I, I know plenty about the self. The self is very important, but, you know, psychologist, uh, psychology tells us that uh, in order to be a uh, complete and full uh, human being, the uh, superego has to uh, defeat the dragon of chaos uh, and uh, rescue uh, its father from the underworld. And that I believe that says very much about uh, what the vision that our founding fathers had in mind when creating America. Um, and so on and so forth. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I'll get that. I can't really think of a way to counter that. Um, but we're good friends. You know, we're good friends here. Absolutely. Uh, I've got a, all right, one more thing. It's not about the military, I promise. So when you're in the military, you learn <laughs> lots of things. You learn how to, you know, when you're in boot camp, you learn how to start shaving one side of your face. You got five seconds to shave one side of your face. <laughs> and <laughs> they, the, the, the drill instructors, they blow the whistle and you have to stop shaving. You have to stop shaving. And if they know that you can't shave in five seconds, <laughs> but they expect the you to The blood comes out of your face. <laughs> yeah, you bleed, start bleeding, you have five cuts on your face. And you know, you start shaving one side of your face, and then the whistle stops, stops you from shaving. Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. have to accept that. Um, you have to understand that you can't shave. Uh, they know that you can't shave, and the whistle will blow, and you have to stop shaving. And you, you know, that's life. That's life. All right. Um, <laughs> that is life. I agree. That was a very good callback. Um, <laughs> we okay. Uh, the last. The last thing we have to discuss for today, since we're running out of time, is uh, the neoconservative case for Rahm Emanuel. I, I laid it out previously. Uh, his middle name is Israel, and that's great. Um, and he, uh, you know, he supports the police. He does support the police. And if we on the right uh, want to push the uh, Joe Biden administration right, uh, we need to have Rahm Emanuel as uh, Secretary of the Treasury and Labor. The, uh, a position that has uh, recently been created, which I have advocated for. <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, I believe you. I support you. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Do you guys have any closing words? Um, you know, all I gotta say is that is one example I have that can really sum up the problems in today's society. Women in the military, all right, we got PT tests and stuff. You gotta do a certain number of push-ups. When women get there, 
they start doing less and less push-ups than the men and they pass at greater and greater rates. And, you know, it's real, you know, it's not, it's not right. You know, why are men getting punished for being strong? You know, the, the women, you know, women in the military, what other thing is that, you know, can't do push-ups. Women can't do push-ups. It's very true. Everybody knows that women can't do push-ups. They also, they do the girly push-ups where they put their knees on. Put a fucking bloody knees on the ground, bloody yelling, you know? It's just, it's disgusting. It really is. All right. Um, is that it for, is that it for you guys? Yes. Unfortunately, my wife is calling me. Uh, she needs me to make her sandwiches for lunch. All right. And... She needs me to pack her lunchbox. And scene. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent show today, boys. <laughs> you just gotta start shaving the one side of your face. <laughs> that, was, that was so. <laughs> I was like, good. Uh, that I knew broke immediately me. where you were going with that. <laughs> that. That fucking broke me. I could not hold it when you said that. <laughs> Yeah, call that uh, humor. Yeah, humor yeah. If you want to, if you want to get that joke, you have to listen to every single public access episode available. You and, have to, and you'll figure it out. But yeah, uh, do you guys have any real closing words for the show? <laughs> do more push-ups. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You should all be doing more push-ups. Oh, a so. fascist worked out today. Did you? It's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. I'm I'm actually I'm about to go into the gym and just destroy my legs so I cannot think about uh, my crippling inferiority complex developing uh, <laughs> uh, for very for various reasons. <laughs> but all right, uh, if if you guys don't have anything else to say, uh, we are public access. Uh, we say kill your parents. Oh yeah, always. Yolidarity. Have a have an excellent week, and we have we have a ton more. Public access. Captured yet another soul, and down below they tallied up another win. Another bump, another shot.